Hi guys, this is Jamie. And Yesenia. And we are back to talk about some more stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So I think we've decided that we are going to talk about kind of the aftermath after, you know, what happens when some doors close or, you know, whatever they're doing. They're just not open. Um, Somebody locked them. Yeah. Jamie's been knocking at the door. Like banging my head against it. And so. it's locked and Jamie still wants it to open. I told him yeah. to start walking. But before we start, I just want to start with a funny story for you guys because this is just how we roll. Mm-hmm. So yesterday, I'm at work. I get there. I had had a rough weekend. I feel like I tell you guys that <laughs> every time we talk. <laughs> Um, but I'm at work and I'm like, where the hell is Yesenia? <laughs> so I do my thing. I get my morning started and there's still no Yesenia. And so I'm like, I'm going to have to text her because <laughs> this isn't okay. Because I'm there every single day. Right. And I mean, typically when one of us is sick or on vacation, like we make sure the other one knows mm-hmm. what's up. And I told her she forgot. Yeah. So... <laughs> I text her and I'm like, um, is your whole family sick? What is going on? Where are you? Yeah. I'm like, are you not coming in today? (laughs) So she, you know, is like, uh, hello, remember my kid had a doctor's appointment. (laughs) So I'm like, you know, oh yeah, I'll see you when we get here. All right. Everything's fine. Right. So Yesenia comes in. I'm minding my business. She starts her morning Mm -hmm. and then she comes up to see me. Mm-hmm. And what did you tell me? <laughs> I was so stressed out about taking my baby to the doctor and <laughs> running around all over town <laughs> before I got to work. I come to work, run to the restroom because, you know, I, there's no time for mama stuff. So that I go to the restroom, I come back up front to Jamie's office and I said, just so you know. <laughs> I am fully aware that my skirt was not only inside out, but it was backwards. (laughs) It was upside down and inside out. (laughs) It was one of those pencil skirts, you know, and I was thinking, we have a new washer. I'm thinking, dang, that washer tore the the outside of the skirt up. Like, it tore it up. I can't even. It was inside out, Jamie. Well. So embarrassing. So the part that made me laugh is I'm like, so you wore it that way at the doctor's office? She's like, yeah, I wore it that way. And I came into work that way. And I just thought it was frayed. She goes, but the worst part is I'm pretty sure they probably saw the tag on my ass. (laughs) I had so, a really long blazer that day, so I'm hoping that nobody has seen honestly, it. But you know, I mean, it is what it is. I saw her when she walked by. Um, I wasn't at my desk; I was in the workroom. But I saw her when she walked by, and I didn't notice. And typically, like, I I check out what's happening. So <laughs> I just think she was covered. But and Jamie was probably still upset with me at the fact that she didn't know I wasn't coming in. And then right. I had to lighten the mood by sharing the experience of right. skirt watery. Yeah. So 
that's just another day in our life of these are the kind of things though that that's literally what happens to us like you know Yesenia will be like so I wore my skirt inside out and upside down today (laughs) and I'm laughing and then I'm like okay well um I had a bad weekend (laughs) you gotta share these stories yeah so that's why I like to start off this way because you guys have to know that like we're just we're like people. Yeah, and we are stupid things. Literally like just trying to make it through a day with our skirts inside <laughs> out and upside down. I don't think anybody else noticed. I don't know. I, I don't know. Now yeah. they're gonna know. Yeah, now so, everybody knows. Whatever. That's okay. But okay, so the aftermath. Mm-hmm. Um so our our last episode that you guys heard was not the story of what happened. It was actually our, our one dear me, which if you haven't tuned into that, you need to because it was awesome. It was really good. That one was, even though that one was a little emotional, I still feel like it was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am talking about the episode from the time before mm-hmm. where it kind of went into how I had been dating and and how that kind of unraveled and... Now we're going to talk about the aftermath because I have really been struggling. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's weird for me because I felt pretty strong, Mm -hmm. like, during that time that he and I weren't speaking. Okay. Um, And then now I really have been rocked. I have been a mess, but... I I guess it's just because it kind of like reopened some wounds that I thought were totally scarred over. Mm. And I think that's maybe what really went down here. Mm-hmm. I think you may be right. Yeah. Um rejection is so ugly. Mm-hmm. Um I just wanted to be chosen and I think I think that stems from something further than what you even I know. And that's where I'm like, where is that coming from? I don't know. I need to figure it out. It's really crazy. I recently have talked to a few people that knew me before Before. I was even married. Mm. And they they, don't recognize you. No, they literally are like, you were not weak. You were this beautiful girl, confident what is your deal? And I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It's aggravating and really frustrating because I just, I don't, I don't know where she went. Where'd she go? I know today you and I were talking about though, I kept hearing, like I could hear her in me. She was cussing. I won't say what she was saying. That's what else happens around here when we start laughing. So, but yeah, the inside girl in me was really cussing. No, you're gonna stop this. Mm -hmm. And so I told Yesenia, I was, she's in there. She's telling me, no, you stand up for yourself. Stand up for yourself. Yeah. Because what's kind of happened in these last few weeks is 
whatever's dished out, I kind of am just taking. Why? I don't know. Because I'm just going to say this. And Peyton tells me all the time, Mm -hmm. it's not conceited. It's the truth. Okay. I was the damn prize (laughs) in this relationship. you are the prize, regardless if he's here or not. I anyone. Okay, I I won't say the other words that I was thinking, (laughs) but when I started really today, I am the prize. You are. That man prayed for a girl who he knew, Mm -hmm. who loves God, who, if she had kids, is a good mom, works hard, Ding, 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 ding. I'm just saying. I Okay, so he got what he wanted. Mm-hmm. We had some issues. I get that. Mm-hmm. But then even when I'm like, okay, let's give this another chance, then you're going to mistreat the prize? No. Well, it's easier to do that than to, to fess up and... and- be better. It's easier to run. We already talked about that. I it has know. nothing to do with you. I am he just wants fired to run. up because I brought a lot to the table. I know. And you bring a lot to every table. It's not just in this situation. Well, thank you. You do, and I think you need to realize that. And I guess I don't, but something in me today kept going, you're the prize. You are. Wait, why are you saying that you're going to sit back and just let someone else take control of if they want you? No. And so I was like, well. I guarantee you our listeners are like, Jamie. (laughs) So that's where I'm thrown off. Now, again, I'm not trying to beat up on anybody Mm -hmm. because... He brought a lot to the table in the sense that he really stepped up for me and my kids. Right. I will never take that away from him. He put up with a lot of BS, but let me let this be known. So did I. Right. Because maturity levels were not the same, homie. So (laughs) I'm going to go in saying that. Okay. I am fired up tonight. (laughs) You are. At work today, I was... I just got the sense, like, Jamie was on fire. We weren't going to do a podcast today. Yeah, and no, it's not even our normal day. No, it's not even our normal day. It's very late, and I was like, Jamie's ready. Jamie's ready right now. So yeah. we just decided to do this. Well, and that's the thing. So when we're talking about aftermath, so what happened with me, and then I want to ask you just a couple of questions, Yesenia, is I really went back to that girl that was trying to get a man to choose her. Mm -hmm. I was like, what tactic do I need to use so he knows I'm worthy, that I'm good enough? Mm -hmm. Ladies, I don't care if it's men listening. If you ever need to prove your worth to anyone... He's not worth it. No. She's not worth it. At that time, you need to re- well, you need to realize it before you even get to that point. Right. And that's where I fell back. I started doing things that I was doing four years ago. Mm-hmm. And it hurt my heart when I kind of realized it because this 
I'd been praying and like writing in my journal a lot. Mm -hmm. And when that came to me today, like you're the prize. I was like, what the actual (laughs) hell? What am I allowing to happen? Right. You just... I'm having someone dictate to me. Exactly. Like, well, I'm going to do this and I need some space. But if you do this... It's never going to happen. It's not okay, Jamie. Um, no. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. So, with that being said, mm-hmm. don't do that. Don't. But and it was difficult to, to watch you because it didn't matter what I said. I have been in a bad space. You did not listen to me. Didn't matter how I tried to say it. I was you. And you were trying to like come at different ways to try to get him to understand how much you loved him or how you right. could get him back. And I was like, I was trying to think of ways I could tell you in 102 way, different ways, you are worth more than that. Well, and, and it didn't work. My thing is, <laughs> it it's funny because you actually, it um, on your own. a guy from, I've known this guy since elementary school, him and his wife are great people. He and I were talking, and he's, what are you doing? He's like, uh, you need to realize you already are everything. Right. Like, why are you, you don't need to convince anyone of that. No. If someone wants to downgrade, that's because they don't want to step up. Right. And that's what you asked of, of yes and, and it made him feel uncomfortable so he went back to his safe place which is where he was before and for me i i then was going to where i was before right like let me prove my worth right but this is how i've noticed things work for me is i sometimes take a couple steps back mm-hmm. I wish I could say this, but I won't, to realize who the F I am. Mm -hmm. It's hard. And it sucks. I'm still not over it. I'll be honest with you guys. I really do love him. I know you do. And I think he's a great guy. Mm -hmm. And he probably is. But why would you want someone to feel unworthy? And I don't, I don't think that's what he was trying to do, though. And I have to say, when he and I had a discussion just a couple days ago, he did tell me that the way I handled things when I broke things off made mm-hmm. him feel like nothing. Mm-hmm. And that made me feel really bad. Because I never want to make anyone feel that way. Right. Um, I really felt pushed against a wall. I was trying to be kind and get across what I needed from him. Mm -hmm. And it, like, wasn't getting through. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's also stubborn, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And so that's why I ended up handling things the way I did. I wish I had done it differently now. But... I, I, there was no other room at you that time. You think there was resentment towards you because of the way you handled it? Yeah, he says no, but I do feel there's resentment and a, and, and unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I get it. 
I get it. I wish I had done things different. Maybe he's a good man and you're he a good is. woman, but you guys maybe aren't meeting at the right time. I don't know. It makes me sad. If we talk about it too much, I'll cry. But I just had to throw that part out there. But what I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. is, you know, you're in this a little bit longer. So what was the aftermath like for you after that first relationship? The cheating No, no. After. So the first relationship after you got out of your marriage. Oh, God. And then when that one fell apart. Okay, I'm not going to tell all your stories, but Mm. if we're going to talk about one. (laughs) What? Okay. (laughs) I can't remember what you called this chick, but was it turkey neck? (laughs) Oh, jeez. No. He he called her that. (laughs) Turkey neck? I think he called her that. You know what? That was I, very nice. He I, called her. I didn't okay. know what he meant by that, but I mean, I, she was older and she had like a <laughs> neck that would hang. I don't know. <laughs> well, the reason I, I would say that is time. because I, I had never seen you responding to anything like that in that way before, but now you really remind me of myself because I am like... <laughs> I can be brutal, you know, but I'd never seen you be like that. Yeah. So was that part of your aftermath? Um, like just hurt from a lot of things that would come up? Like I don't. So I was, my second marriage ended because of infidelity. Yeah. And so I was already hurting from that and carrying those ghosts with me. Right. Same. And I dated a couple of people, and a couple of them were long-term relationships, Mm -hmm. and one was long distance. This one, he ended up cheating on me as well, but I saw the red flags, and I checked on it immediately. And I found out, and it was at like 3 or o'clock in the morning when I found out and he lived in Sherlock in the middle of the night me and all of my daughters we were in our room upstairs and I saw text messages between him and his Mm ex-girlfriend and she was engaged to someone else at the time that he called her turkey neck just so you know I didn't say that (laughs) he called her that because I think he was a little bitter that she was moving on when we got her whatever. Yeah, I think he obviously did. So, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what? I reacted so much different. Yeah. When, when I found out about that. Yeah. I remember waking up at three or four in the morning and I woke him up. He was sleeping in a different room. I was sleeping with the girls. And I said, I just want to let you know, I know what's been going on and I'm not going to do this. And I just, I didn't cry. We were together for years. Mm -hmm. I didn't cry. I didn't get upset. I just knew I was done. I'm not doing this again. I'm not going to even pretend to even try to work through this. See guys, this is what I'm, this is what I mean about her though. I walked downstairs and I, I, we had a little conversation in the middle of the night and I said, I'm not, I just, I want you to know, I know what's going on and I don't appreciate it. And I wish you would have been honest with me. And I packed up the girls 
like I said, he lived in Sherlock and I drove home. See, this is what I mean about her though. She is a strong bee. Like <laughs> she doesn't play. No. And I'm over here. I'm going to catch up, right? I <laughs> am like, because out. unfortunately for me, I am such a feeler and then I cry. And well, it like, I was a mess after I first, you know, after I found out about that first time, you know, I was yeah. a mess. I, I was talking to my sister about that today yeah. at dinner and I just said, you know, I was up, down, sideways and yeah. I just did not want to give up. So we tried counseling. And See, I, she deal. even told me today, she reminded me, she said, you know, Yesenia, I would talk to you one minute and you would be I know. angry. I know. So angry. Girl, we had many phone calls. And then the next time. I'd be getting like, my baby ready for bed. <laughs> and then the next time you're giddy as can be with yeah. him. And then the next time. That's how grief yeah, is it's though. weird. And then you're so sad. You're bawling your eyes out. And I told her today, I said, you know, I feel like I loved him so much that I was trying to sweep it under the rug. It is funny that you just said that. Talking to my daughter, Mm -hmm. I almost didn't say who I was talking to. (laughs) Um, I said tonight, um, because she has also been really hurt by what's gone down Mm -hmm. with this person. And she said to me, I wish that I hadn't held him at such a high regard. Mm -hmm. And I said, I get it. You know, we need to learn. We can't hold people with these expectations. But something that I said to her tonight that you hit on right now is what people are confused about right now with me is I think they think they're going to break me. But I've already been broken. Right. Because I loved my ex-husband more More than than anything in the world. Anything in the world. Mm -hmm. And a lot of crap went down. That's right. And although what is happening is breaking my heart, Mm -hmm. it's hurting me, Mm -hmm. I will never go back to the places that I have been. No. And so it made me emotional when I was talking to her, though, because I'm like, I don't know if someone thinks they're going to make me fold, but it's not going to happen. I may be, you know, I've been struggling big time, Mm -hmm. but I will never go there again. Go there again. I understand. And that when that happened to me again, Mm -hmm. Because like I said, I, I, my baby was six months old when I finally decided I had had enough. And I found out when I was still on maternity leave, I think she was a month old. It was yeah. the week before Mother's Day. Yeah. And our wedding anniversary, which was really nice when I found out. And, um, but I was devastated. I completely know. broken. I felt like a vase that was shattered mm-hmm. that I was trying to glue the dang pieces back together. Right. And it just wasn't fitting. Right. And, you know, I talked to my sister about this today and I said, you know, maybe it was my age. Maybe right. it was my life experiences that I never dealt with anything like this before. 
that I couldn't pick myself up. I was so depressed. But you know what? When it happened again, I wasn't married to him. We were right. just dating for a couple of years. And I knew that I was never going to trust this man again. Mm-hmm. So why waste my time? Yeah. and that's... So I just left. And I, I know there's so many people out there that would love me and yeah. cherish me and know my value and know my worth. I know my worth. And that's not acceptable to be treated in that way. Right. And this has been said to me a couple times here recently. Um, and I know earlier, you know, I'm like, you got to know your worth and like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm the prize. Something in me is telling me that. Mm-hmm. But if I said all of me believed that, I would be lying. So that's where I was telling you when I got here, it's like there's this this fight going on inside of me mm-hmm. and it's me, but it's like the two different versions of me mm-hmm. and they're pulling. So the old me is like, you are not enough. And the new me is like, you're the damn prize. Like, you are the prize. And it's almost like that's God and the devil. Mm -hmm. And they are battling it out. Mm -hmm. And it's when I need to actually be still Mm -hmm. and let the fight happen without me intervening. Right. And also, when a relationship ends like that, we just need to... To let that door close and not bang on the door anymore. That's part of being still and just walking down the road and continuing your journey. Because when you're standing at that door, yeah, I'm not saying go date another person or right. go date millions of people. I am saying just start walking. Well, and here's the thing too. Even if a door closes... Mm-hmm. And I'm just throwing this out there. I'm not saying this is what's going to happen in this situation. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to give an overall view. So say a door closes because two people were trying to make something happen with their own control. Mm-hmm. If it's meant to stay, it actually can't really leave. And God continue. makes all things beautiful in his time. Not in ours. Mm -hmm. So. Even that hurt that we felt. Yeah. Even that hurt. It saved you this time. Right. You were prepared for this. Because pain. It always leaves a gift. And the gift is knowledge. Mm -hmm. Very good. So. I feel like. It's ugly. Like I think that's why it's called aftermath. Because it's like. You really are kind of going through a battle. Mm -hmm. But you're kind of learning as you go. I mean. And my favorite, Maya Angelou, was talking to Oprah. And I heard them having an interview. And Maya Angelou was talking about her mother and what her mother would always tell her. Mm -hmm. And she told her, sweetheart, I know there will always be clouds in the sky. There will always be clouds coming and going. But you have to know. That behind those clouds and all those thunderstorms, there will be a rainbow. That's very beautiful. I love it. If we can remember that when we're in it Mm -hmm. and when we're through it and even after it, 
God's always there. Always. He never leaves you. He never leaves. Because you are enough by yourself. I'm the prize, and so are you. (laughs) That's right. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. If you know someone that would enjoy our podcast, please send them a link to your favorite episode and invite them into our tribe. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. From the Ashes with Jamie and Yesenia. Thanks for listening.